Imagine that you're about to board a plane to take a trip. Not a long one, about 50 minutes, give or take a few. Long enough for you to order a coffee or an adult beverage. Your captain is a grade school four square champion and an all-star at UNO. Hailing from Salina, Kansas and residing in Southeast Texas, he will give you his thoughts on music, family, and adventures in life. So sit back and get comfortable. The seatbelt sign is always off. Welcome aboard flight 785. This is Amy in Kearney, Nebraska, and you're on board Flight 785. I-135 Entertainment. This is Flight 785. Welcome aboard, guys. Welcome aboard. My name is Kenyan, a.k.a. Dutch Chocolate. You know how I get down. And I'm here with my lovely lady friend, Carrie. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Fantastic. Shout out to Amy in Kearney, Nebraska. Guys, she is part of the flight crew. That's what we call our loyal listeners, the flight crew. And hey, if you want to be a part of the flight crew, just hit that subscribe button on the show. And also, hey, if you want to do an intro like Amy did, just send me a voice note. Send me a voice note to flight785podcast at gmail.com. It is just that easy, Carrie. It is just that easy. This is the show where I grab a couple news stories and we chop it up, right, Carrie? We chop it up to see what is happening, right? And it is a good time when you say. I, I would definitely say that. Guys, our voices are a little scratchy. We just got back from the Texans game. The Houston Texans beat the Florida Pirates, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We <laughs> beat those guys. We sent them back to East Germany, where they're from, or wherever the hell they're from. I don't care. We beat them, Maybe and that's East all that matters. That, that's all that matters. <laughs> we beat actually Tampa's in West Florida, but I digress. The we East, did East no. West part of Florida. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> guys. We beat them. It was a close game, and the Texans won. Texans won it. In the last what thirty seconds of the game, last six seconds, I it, guess it was it was outstanding. Last forty six seconds, I guess I should say it, it was outstanding. It was a guys. great game, and, and what was crazy, there was a lot of yelling. There it was, was the loudest I've ever heard in that stadium before. Yes. Besides when JJ Watt had his uh, inductee right. ceremony, right? There was a lot of hollering and screaming and yelling, and you know. Right as the game is about to end, Carrie is telling me that this all this stress of the game is giving her heartburn. <laughs> so what does she do, folks? Does she continue to watch? No, she starts fiddling in her purse looking for some tums. I regressed. I, I, I said I'm feeling very I'm feeling heartburn. You know what? Let me chest. let me let me just This is stressing let, me. Out. Let me just stop you while you're behind, okay? And I went to me. open it up and Kidney goes you're not going to watch the game. <laughs> so Ain't said, nobody got time during the very crucial said, okay, moments of the game for you to be messing around in your purse looking for Tums, okay? It was just stressful. Let me very stressful. Let me stop you while you're behind, okay? I just didn't want to leave that stadium with us losing. Ain't nobody got time for that. You don't need to be getting Tums, okay? Don't okay. be going into your purse to get Tums in the last minute of the game. When the game is on the line, Okay, let me let me paint the picture for you guys. They had already made the touchdown. There was only six seconds left. The game it was just it was just stressful. The last six the game seconds. is on the line. Everyone is standing. Everyone is screaming. Everyone is cheering. 
I every ha- person is looking around, looking, they're looking at the field, watching the referees, watching the quarterback, watching everything. And I what had, is Kerry doing? I had faith we had already won. I just, I needed to calm my chest. It was burning from the stress. Carrie is inside her purse it's looking tubs, for tubs. Not cocaine. Looking for tubs. This is ridiculous. But uh, I digress, guys. It was a good time. It was that stadium. <laughs> so my voice Yeah, there you go. So my voice is a little raspy, but that's okay. That is okay. Guys, at the very top of the show, I also have to tell you that I have what you call diplomatic immunity. What that means, it's I may say some things that may ruffle some feathers. A lot of feathers. I may say may some things make them all fall that out. may ruffle some feathers, but that's okay. That is okay. Diplomatic immunity, I've said it before, and I will constantly say that. Don't get mad at me. But feel free to email the show, flight785podcast at gmail.com, and leave me a review if you'd like on whatever phone you have iphone android river leave me a five-star review it helps a lot and you can always reach me at on instagram flight 785 it is just that easy and if you want like i said if you really want to do an intro or add yourself saying you are you know whatever your name is and where you're at shoot me a note it's just that easy flight 785 podcast at gmail.com So, guys, we always at the top of the show like to say what the flight plan is, and the flight plan is what we are going to be talking about. So, for this week, Carrie, we're going to talk about a gentleman whose life has been shattered. Oh, no. Yes, more to follow on that. Also, we're going to also talk about a date that a gentleman went on with a a young lady, and it went awry. Mm. These things happen. And then we're also going to talk about washing of fruit, uh, something we need to take care of, uh, just, you know, something to... You know, we'll we'll chop it up. We'll talk about it. And then we also get into learn something. So what are we going to be learning today? You're going to learn about the history of customer service today. The history. And you're going to learn about the adventure I had trying to get your birthday balloon squared away. Yes. Yes. Okay. Fantastic. And then we get into the final segment, which I call sound judgment. It is sound judgment. And so, well, sound advice, however you want to call it, sound advice. But it will be a good time, I guarantee, guys, I guarantee it will be a good time here on Flight 785. Vanessa? You're on board Flight 785. Thank you, Vanessa. Moving on, guys. Are you ready, Carrie? Are you ready ready. is my question for you. Okay. Here we go with the first story of the night. So, you know, Carrie, relationships are tough. They are tough. I had heard someone say, which is truer words have never been spoken. The first 50 years of marriage are always the hardest. And who said that besides you? You know what? (laughs) Listen, I I said, where'd you learn this from? I heard it from someone. I won't say who that person is, but (laughs) that's what I hear that the first 50 years. If I Google it, will I figure it out? You probably won't. Truth be told, you probably will not. Was it your dad? No, it was no, you know what? <laughs> don't do that. Don't don't do that. Okay, don't do that. that that's disrespectful. He had a lot of good sayings. He did. You're trying to get me in trouble with my mom, is what you're trying to do. We're no. not that's yeah, that's what you're trying to do. No, that's, I'm gonna have to talk to her later. Okay, fantastic. So here we go. Here we go. This man's entire life was shattered, and I'm gonna tell you what happens. Okay. A man's world was turned upside down oh, when, no. when he discovered his wife 
is actually his half-sister. Oh, hell no. Mm. Yes. Yes, Carrie. He found out that his wife is actually his half-sister. How awkward. Right, right. And I can only... I'm assuming they already consummated. You know what? Don't (laughs) listen. Listen. You know what? You're 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 terrible. But I, I use proper well, 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 I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Yeah, Carrie did have some uh, prosecco. She did have a good couple of gallons of prosecco at the game. So I did not. She, she may be slurring her words a little, no. but I digress. So yes. So he found out that his wife is actually his half sister. Now this doesn't say where this happened, but I can only assume that it happened in the South. Oh, no. Diplomatic immunity. Guys, I told you. I told you diplomatic immunity. Don't get upset at me. There's places in the north. Don't. Listen, don't email the show. There's places in the northwest. Don't email the show, okay? I'm telling you right now. (laughs) Diplomatic immunity. I said that from the jump. So you're, you're now judgmental, Judy? No, what I'm saying is I can only assume... That more than likely, I'll I'll just give it a percentage. Would you say that it's probably? I don't know. Why don't you figure out the truth? Fifty percent, fifty percent that it's in the south. No, you know what? You're right. It's ninety nine percent. You know I what? Did not say yeah, that. It's ninety nine percent, guys. Ninety nine percent. This happened in the south. Diplomatic immunity. Don't get mad at me, okay? Don't get mad at me. I think you just keep playing that song because you like dancing to it. Well, I see your heels kicking up and everything. Here's what, here's what I'm happened. envisioning you that's, uh, doing that's right. your little hoedown. That's right. My heels are perking up or kicking up in my, in my Birkenstocks. But I digress. A man's world was turned upside down when he discovered his wife is actually his half-sister. The 29-year-old shared his heartbreaking story on Reddit revealing that he only found out about his true parentage after his mom passed away. The gentleman wrote, My mother had an at-home birth and popped out her only child, which was me. When filling out the paperwork, she refused to give any information on my father, so according to the government, I didn't have a dad. Life growing up wasn't hard, as my mom was a doctor, so financially we were stable, and my grandma would take care of me, and it was overall nice. However, my mom refused to ever talk about my dad. So the gentleman met his future wife in a coffee shop. He said she was 19, I was 24, but age didn't matter to us. So, so far it's sounding okay, so was, right? Uh, hang on, I, I need to go back a little bit. Yes. So the mother was alive when they met or no? The mother was alive when they okay. met. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so he he meets the 19-year-old girl in the coffee shop. He's 24. Yeah. She's 19. It's all good. Okay. She had long black hair, a lovely face, and an amazing body. She was the sweetest thing, you know, the sweetest thing ever, right? So yes. everything was good. But soon enough, he asked for a number. Things went, you know, up from there. They started dating, blah, blah, blah. He proposed. She said yes. You know, they were planning the wedding, and he got hit. While they were planning for the wedding, he got hit with some devastating news that his mom was uh, passing away. Okay. She was having health issues. And so, unfortunately... Um, they got married in December of 2018. And then in January, the next month, mom passes away. Mm-hmm. Right? So the gentleman is clearing his mom's attic, you know, clearing through all her stuff in the attic. Mm-hmm. And he comes across a photo album from his mom's college years. 
Mm-hmm. He flips through it and he noticed a guy that looked very, very familiar. Mm-hmm. And that gentleman was his wife's dad. Oh. Yes, the gentleman was his wife's dad. Mm-hmm. Basically, his, I guess that'd be his father in law. So right. How would the mother not say anything? Didn't she, they get together at a wedding? N- no. No, apparently not. Uh, apparently not. But it doesn't say whether the mom attended the wedding or not. It just says that they got married in December. She passed away in January. Interesting. So shocked and stunned, he approached his wife and said, hey, we should go talk to the dad about it. You know, we need to talk to your dad about this. And so they go and talk to dad. And dad says, well, I dated a girl in college. I got her pregnant. I couldn't handle it. And I disappeared to a different part of town. That's what dad said. (laughs) We explained to him how that's my mother. And that's where the story leaves off. After overcoming their initial panic, the couple decided to stay together despite knowing, Carrie, despite knowing that they had the same. They share DNA. Mm -hmm. But the idea of having children is now up in the air. I say that again. The idea of having children is now up in the air. And I say, oh, hell no. As a matter of fact, I'm going to say it again. Oh, hell no. I need my toms. One more time for emphasis. Oh, hell no. This is ridiculous. Where's my toms? This is ridiculous. And you know what I tell that gentleman to do when it comes to him and his wife? You know what he needs to do? Take a a guess, Gary. You've known me long enough to know. What do you think I think this gentleman needs to do? he needs to call house hunters. That's what he needs to do, okay? He needs to get the hell out of that house, okay? He needs to get rid of the wife, the okay? The wife didn't do anything wrong. He needs to get rid of the wife, okay? I, he I feel to, this is why this is why people need to know who they're marrying. He needs this to, is why you don't make make a yes. decision to marry that person until you've met their family. Until you've Not met their family. Not just their immediate family, but right. extensive members of their family. Yes, you do. Because they're a part of your life forever. They're a part of your life forever. And in this case, they're a part of his life forever. And it's his... It's his family. It's his sister. I think they need to go to counseling. What is counseling going to do? First of all, this is not a relationship podcast. It, it'll but help you, them, I need you to be as pacific as possible. I need you to be very pacific. It'll help them navigate these rocky waters currently happening. Navigate these rocky waters. Well, in the words of Mike, the situation, smooth seas never made a skilled sailor. <laughs> I don't think he wants to be a sailor. I think he no, just you're missing wants- the point here. You're I- missing the point. <laughs> You know, you know what? Are you off your beds? You're no, missing the I, point. Ju- I just need my tums. This whole situation is stressing me the, out. The point I'm trying to make here is this woman is his half sister, and maybe, now they're maybe, trying to decide whether they need to have kids. Maybe or they not. should go back to doing the blood test before marriage. All I know is this is ridiculous. I have ne- This is this had to have happened in Alabama. Or Mississippi, or Tennessee, or I don't think you should make judgment calls on this diplomatic community. Carrie, what 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 would you do if someone were to tell you? If this? you were my house no, brother. no, no, we're not putting this. <laughs> we're, you know what? This is has nothing to do with us. Okay, the, I don't know why I did you, my research. This has nothing to do with us. This has nothing to do with us. All right, I, I agree, but I'm just saying I did my research. You did your research, yes. yes. Truth be told, Carrie was a stalker. I was just she, disappointed she, he didn't own the Jones store. Okay, okay, let's let's move on. <laughs> let's. This is 
you know what, this, I'm not going to go any further because I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want the people to come after me. So I'm going to let this one go, Gary. I that think sounds like a good plan to me. Moving on. We need to talk about dating. And so we have a gentleman that went on a date with a woman. Mm-hmm. And what he did was he skipped out on her. Okay. On paying the tab because the woman ordered 48 oysters on the first date. Oh, hell no. Well, 48 oysters on the first date. First dates can be tricky. Tricky. But one in Atlanta got downright slimy when a woman slurped down 48 oysters, racking up a massive tab. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, it's a first date. Now, I don't know if oysters is something that you should be, you know, ordering on the first date. But apparently, this is what this woman decided to Sounds do. Sounds like he was all on board. Well, the woman posted uh, about the date uh, on TikTok. Mm-hmm. She said the man asked her out on the first date just for drinks. Mm-hmm. But she ended up ordering and eating four dozen oysters. When the fourth platter of a dozen oysters came out, he was looking at me crazy. After the oysters and drinks, she also ordered crab cakes and potatoes. At some point, the man bailed. Did she keep it all down? Yes, she did. She said that the gentleman got up to go to the bathroom and never came back. She ended up paying the $185 tab. As she should. And later texted the man saying, running out on a tab is crazy. So the gentleman responded and said, I offered to take you out for drinks, and you ordered all that food. And he also offered to pay her over Cash App for just the drinks. Okay. So some internet commenters, uh, commenters, Mm -hmm. they commentated and said, you know what? If you eat 48 oysters in a day... You are a walrus. That's what they said. Okay. <laughs> a walrus. Yes, you are. I don't know how Do they walruses can... eat oysters. I have, I, I have no idea. But the restaurant's manager said that eating 48 oysters is pretty impressive, but not unheard of. I think eating one oyster is impressive. So, what I say to that woman is Congratulations. You played yourself. This yeah. is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. What would you do, Carrie, if you went out on a date with someone? And you invited them out on a date, mm-hmm. and they had forty-eight oysters. Well, what would you do? Let's just put it this way. Yes, if I went on a date, right, and my first date person ordered right. ordered oysters. Yes, after the first order, I'd be like wrapping things up and moving on. Can you be a little bit more specific? Oysters I don't know what you mean nasty. by that. I'm not going to sit there and watch someone slurp oysters. So that's you, gross. So you're gonna leave. You're gonna skip out on I'm, the tab. I'm not gonna skip out on the tab. I'm gonna say, okay, we have to cut this short. I have somewhere I have to be. I'll I'll give you a call. Pay the tab and move. On. Are you going to give him a call? No. Catch me outside. How about that? Okay. Hell no. <laughs> okay. You know I'd rather date someone that eats the unlimited supply of salad at Olive Garden. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right, fantastic. We're moving on. They can't be accused of being a walrus. We're moving on. (laughs) Then let me ask you a question. Do you wash your bananas regularly? Well, you just might want to start. There was actually a lot of discussion about banana washing during the pandemic, right? And the experts have found out it is really something you should be doing. 
Truth be told, I wash my banana all the time. Oh, my. George Takai, what are you doing in here? George, I don't know why George Takai is here. Okay, truth be told, I don't know why he's here, Carrie. But I digress. I've never it's, seen you wash any bananas. Oh, I wash them all the time. Oh, my. <laughs> Listen, George, get out of the studio. You this is ridiculous. Even, you don't even cut the tape on them. This is ridiculous. So how exactly should be washing? you should be washing your banana? <laughs> how should I be washing them? It says the banana washing experts say to wash your bananas under clean running water before you peel them. You don't need to use any special veggie wash. Just regular tap water is fine. And what it's, what it's saying is it's going to wash off all the impurities or the... Even the uh, organic ones? Yes. They're saying that you need to be washing your bananas. Okay. okay. I will watch you wash our bananas. Oh, my. Don't do that. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Don't I, no, do that. you don't. don't. You don't. We're moving on. No, I, I really would like to see it. Let's get into learn something. I washed my pineapples. Let's get into learn something. I know what you're trying to do here. Please. Let's get into learn something, Carrie. What do we have? What do we have For to learn, learn something? something? Yes, I'd like to know. We're already there. We're already here, baby. We are rolling. Okay. So... Um, we're going to dive into uh, the history of customer service. The history of customer service. Why this has came to mind is because what uh, I had some bad customer service. You did? Yes. I'm sorry. I'm losing my voice. Yes, it's okay. <laughs> I'm screaming. It's okay. Um, due to my trauma and trauma. my experience of getting your birthday balloons. So there was trauma involved. There was trauma. Oh, well, please let us know. I think I, I really I'm would like to know. still re reeling from it 10 days later. Uh, I see. I see. Well, please be as pacific so, as you can. I went to Party City. Party City. Yeah, so gonna you're just going to name I, names. I am because when I did some research, yes. it's, it's said to do this. Just, just uh, throw right. them under the bus oh, is pretty much right. what they said. So I've never heard about giving people a little grace. You know, uh, after, after the third or fourth time yes. with this cashier, yes, I, I'm my grace was gone. Okay, I was just trying not to lose it. Okay, so what happened? So i I went there the Saturday before the week before your birthday party, right? Yes, I couldn't find any Raiders uh, football balloons. Shout out, that to, was the theme, right? Shout out to the Las Vegas Raiders, my favorite. NFL team, please. So um, I didn't find them, so I decided to buy them on Amazon. Right. And I talked to the lady. I said, hey, I want these balloons, but you guys don't have them. Will you guys fill them up, and I'll buy some other balloons? She said yes. She gave me a quote. I came back the Wednesday after that. Yes. Didn't get the same clerk, and I had it in my Amazon bag. I pull it out and I say, I need these filled and then I want to buy more balloons. Yes. Before I could even say anything, the girl scans it, right? Right. So you'd purchase these I balloons. I purchased them from Amazon. I said, yeah. I'm not purchasing those balloons. And she said, yes, you are. We have these in our store. I said, no, you don't. Because I looked everywhere for them last weekend. I bought them from Amazon. I just right. pulled them out of this bag. Right. So we went round and round about it. And I said, you can watch the camera, you know. And she's like, okay, I'll just charge you for the helium. I said, okay, but I want to buy additional balloons. Additional balloons, yes. And then she was irritated that I wanted to buy additional balloons. I see. So I told her the number of the birthday, you know, balloon that I wanted. Right. It was a certain number for your birthday party, right? Right. For your birthday, how old you are. Right. And she goes, 
uh, you want 18? And you said and no. I said, no, that's not... That's not the number I right, want. Right, it's not the number. She goes, well, that's the number of the balloon you gave me. Right. I said, well, then it's not correct. Right. And I told her what I wanted. Right. And she goes, well, how about 30? And right. I, I said, no, that's you, not going to work. You said work. still not the right number. She said, how about 60? And I'm like, that's still not the right number. Right, still not like the right number. She's 10. So I'm looking at her like, is she serious? And I said, no, never mind. So then I asked for something else, and she couldn't give me that. And it just went round and round. Well, then when I went to go pick up the balloons, I didn't have candles. So I was walking around the store, and lo and behold, there's a whole section of the number for your birthday. That you had originally asked. Yes, that I had originally asked for. So if she would have known her store and her products, she would have been able to say, I didn't, I know that I didn't buy the original balloons, the Raider balloons from the store. And she would know that there was other balloons for the birthday. I see. Anyway. Yes. I, I just, it, that is my rant. That right. is my confusion. But yes. it, it seemed like she didn't understand, and all of her questions were yes, no answers. And I see. And she she even called the manager up there and then told the manager, we're fine. We don't need any help. Even when, though she never got me the balloons that I asked for. So you never got what you wanted. No. And I, my dad was a huge customer service person, and he always, he kind of had the mentality, customers right, you know, be friendly, be knowledgeable, right. help them out. Don't, don't say no, but, you know, guide them in the correct direction that you can help them with. Right, right. And it comes from selling Girl Scout cookies. Um. You need to know the kind, the price, the calculate. You know, cal have a calculator handy so you can add up the total, um, and deliver those Girl Scout cookies to you know yourself. Like I, I, I never had a parent post or text the orders. I, I made the calls myself and I delivered them myself. Right. Let's get back to those days. Right. Um. You would think it was very simple task of knowing a store products and inventory so that one would know how to better serve and help the customers. Right. 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 Uh -huh. So I'm going to define customer service as the quality of support you offer for customers that connect with a representative of your brand. Right. Right. Can you guess who the um, godfather of customer service is that historians say? I will say Sam Walton. No, uh, Sam Walton. A little older than that. Oh, really? Yeah, a lot older. No, I... I, uh, I Alexander got... Graham Bell. I see, I see. In 1876, uh, he patented right. the electric telephone. I see, I see. Before that point, people would bring back products hoping the store would return them. Right. Then in 1894, telephone switchboards were invented, which helped customers connect with businesses over the phone. Then came the rotary phones, which increased companies' direct connection to be able to directly dial a company's phone number. I see. Most of the innovations helped businesses have a higher quality of service for the customers. So... After doing some research, I just want to put this out there. There are six contributing factors uh, that go towards poor customer service. So I'm, I'm getting to my deep dive. I figured out. So some of the poor contributing factors are lack of training, poor communication, outsourcing, high employee turnover, lack of resources, increased demand. 
So some of the solutions to the problem are, they say, to have a chat bot. How do you think that's going to help? A chat bot? <laughs> yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. Or that's what I was thinking. Or a real-time service that even does video chat. I see. Have regular training of the products, edis- etiquettes. I'm all on board for this. Train your employees to sit to say yes to practical demands. Like, use common sense, right? Right, of course, of course. Teach soft skills. Right. Such as empathy, patience, and active listening. I felt none of these when I went into Party City. So I hope that they do better. But, well, my question is, did you have any empathy for the girl that was selling you, the young woman, check that, the young woman that was selling you the balloons? It, I it did. Seem... I said, how would you feel if you if we got you uh, happy birthday 60 balloons for your 18th birthday, little girl? Okay. No, no I didn't say that. <laughs> no, wait a minute. But I said, would you want 60, happy 60th birthday balloons? Right, right. And, and what was her response to She that? totally ignored my question. She ignored it. Blew it off and then turned around and asked me if I if 40 would work or 30, you know? I see. <sighs> I, I see. So overall, it is said that customer service is not dead. It's just more work for the customer to get the customer service we crave for. So do you believe, are you of the belief that the customer is always right? Are you of that belief? For the most part, yes. Or at least you know, come to a compromise to make the customer right, you know? Um, so they're saying to reach out on, ch- if you don't like the customer service, they're saying reach out on the chat bots, reach out on social media, which that's what I'm doing today, and right. calling the company. And calling the company. <laughs> yes. So from what I gather is the the telephone has screwed up customer service. I see. I see. I see. So, I see. Yes. Did you learn something today? I did. I did. I did learn something. It is good stuff. We need <laughs> to move on. We do need to move on Alrighty. to the final, the final portion of the show. Sound judgment, sound advice. So, are you ready? I'm ready. Well, here we go. Here is something that hit one of the advice columns, and we'll just see what they have to say. What they say is, I have been with my man for seven years, and I keep asking him, when are we getting married? He said we would someday. Then COVID came along. Now he says that after, uh, now he says after the pandemic is completely over, that he's admitting that he was scared to get married again because he doesn't want to be hurt like he was when his ex cheated on him. I told him I'm not like her. He says he knows that and that I'm the kindest, sweetest woman he's ever met. She says, I love this man with all my heart. We get along fine. I have my wedding dress and shoes. I'm tired of his excuses. I'm almost ready to say the heck with it and sell my dress and shoes. Tell me what I need to do. I need some advice here. This is terrible. This is terrible, Gary. Absolutely terrible. What say you, Gary? What say you? I don't, yes. I don't understand why he won't get married. You don't understand why he won't get married? No. So this woman is tired of waiting to get married. She to should leave man. him. Not wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
We're not here to because break up happy if, homes. If she wait, was wait so, if she was so much better than the ex-wife, then he would want to marry her. Well, and I don't know. He doesn't want to marry her. Well, I don't know about that. Then she must not be better than the ex-wife. No, I don't know about that. I can't say it's that. clear. No, no, that's not clear. Simple. No, that's clean. not really. And I'll tell, I'll tell you why it's not clear. Because he's still going over the issues that he had with his ex. That he's he yes. still has he still has issues from that. I agree with you and on so that. That's why she needs to just leave. No, she does not let need, him work through it. No, no, I don't believe that. I believe that what she needs to do is she needs to wait at least seven more years to decide <laughs> for him to decide whether he needs to get married to her or not. They could that's have a fourteen-year-old by then. That's how I feel. I feel that he needs to wait another seven. She needs to wait seven more years. Before she decide, before he decides whether to marry this woman, she doesn't okay? have time for because that. because truth be told, what seven years when it comes to being married? What is seven years, Carrie? That's what I have That's to say. That's very true. And if she is so, and I do agree with you here, if she is so insistent that you need to marry me, putting the pressure on, then he needs to shut it down with but, her. But hasn't she waited seven years? Yeah, already? she's waited seven years. But he's still and not quite ready. More, that's 14. That's yes, way too many. She's still qu- quite not ready. They, they could have 14 kids by then. Okay, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's it. We're shutting this thing down. Okay, we're shutting this thing down right now. Guys, we are out of here on Flight 785. We appreciate the support, guys. We appreciate the support. And I will leave you with this. Be open with your friends. Be private with your acquaintances. Be real with your family. Be transparent with your partner. We love y'all. Blue skies and a tailwind. We will see you in two weeks. You're on board flight 785. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude.